Welcome to Legal Toolkit, bringing you the latest legal trends and business initiatives to help you manage your law firm with your host, Jared Correa. You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hey, welcome to a new episode of the Legal Toolkit here on Legal Talk Network. If you're looking for Turkish delight, don't take it from the White Witch. Try the Goat Boy. Trust me. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. If you're a first-time listener, hopefully you'll become a long-time listener. And if you're Wilson Pickett, I ask you, will 99 and three-quarters percent do? As always, I'm not Wilson Pickett, but your erstwhile host, Jared Korea. And in addition to casting this pod, I'm the CEO of Red Cave Law Firm Consulting, which offers subscription-based law practice management consulting and technology solutions for lawyers and bar associations. Check us out at redcavelegal.com. If you're starting a law firm, we're hosting exclusive workshops in Boston and New York this August and September. Find out more at buildyourownlawfirm.com and start your new practice with confidence. Finally, you can listen to my other other podcast, The Lobby List, a family travel show I host with my wife, Jessica, on iTunes. Rate us and comment. Here on the Legal Talk Network, however, we provide you each month with a new tool to add to your own legal toolkit so that your practices will become more and more like best practices. In this episode, we're going to talk about online lawyer communities. But before I introduce today's guest, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. Scorpion crushes the standard for law firm online marketing with proven campaign strategies to get attorneys better cases from the internet. Partner with Scorpion to get an award-winning website and ROI-positive marketing programs today. Visit scorpionlegal.com forward slash podcast. Next, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Thomson Reuters Firm Central. Cloud-based legal practice management that streamlines your day and automates non-billable administrative tasks so you can accomplish more with less. Answer One is a leading virtual receptionist and answering services provider for lawyers. You can find out more by giving them a call at 800-ANSWER-ONE or online at www.answerone.com. That's www.answer1.com. Now, my guest today is the one and only Keith Lee. Keith is an attorney at Hamer Law Group in Birmingham, Alabama where his practice areas include startups, contract disputes, and intellectual property law. But you probably know him as the mind behind the exceedingly popular Associates Mind blog. On the front page of that website, he's tearing off his shirt. So ladies, take note. From Associates Mind sprang Lawyer Smack, a national lawyer slack, with channels covering everything from legal ethics to law after dark. Now, if that is not an intriguing introduction, I don't know what is. Welcome to the show, Mr. Keith Lee. Happy to be here. I am tearing off my shirt right now. Nice. How many shirts do you, do you have, like the Hulk Hogan tear-off shirts? Yeah, I just keep like some around just for general purposes. I'm like, oh man, I might need to tear a shirt off today. So I just keep one in my bag and I can throw it on and tear it off. That way I'm not like tearing up my nice shirts or anything. Trust me, I know how it is. Let's get into this Slack thing. Oh man, we're just getting straight to it. Okay. Let's just do it. We were talking about noobs before, right? Nobody likes noobs. Nobody likes noobs. So, so let's just throw this out there. Because people are going to ask, what is Slack? Because I get that question a lot. Sure. And why is Slack dripping with goodness for lawyers who are online? So Slack is just a communications platform, just period. That's all it is. That's the best way to think of it. You know, think of it as a communications tool that is just, it's replacing email for a lot of companies, particularly internal email. A lot of the Fortune 500 uses it, tons of technology companies And it's just like using like a group chat program, but a little bit more structured, a little bit more business functionality. 
in that uh, you can just go in and you're in a group or a team group. And then within that group, there can be, you know, an infinite number of channels. So you can have channels about whatever. So in Lawyer Smack, there's, like you said, there's channels about ethics. There's channels about, uh, you know, After Dark, which is lawyers discussing their Tinder dates. Very naughty. Very naughty. <laughs> but then, you know, there are state-specific channels, you know, Georgia or New York or California or practice-specific, you know, IP or ambulance chasers, which are the <laughs> PI guys. It's funny, there, we have, to tell you the difference between the plaintiff's bar and the defense bar, the insurance defense channel is called INSDEF, like I-N-S-D-E-F. Mm -hmm. The plaintiff bar personal injury channel is called Ambulance Chasers. <laughs> if that doesn't tell you how those groups view each other. And I actually that offered to- Yeah, it does. And it's funny, someone, one of the plaintiff side, actually, they were like, should we change this? And I started to change it. And as soon as I changed it to like something plainer, they all revolted. They were like, have a poll and let's vote to see. And then it was like 95%. They were all like, keep it ambulance chasers, you know? So. That's pretty good. But it's just a place, to, it's just a way people can have conversations. It's, you know, as opposed to trying to email a bunch of back and forth a lot or use a list serve or some other like early 1980s technology that no one <laughs> else uses anymore except for the legal profession, like faxes. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm feverishly trying to delete all my chat rooms accounts while we're having this conversation. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's just it's just a way for people to connect. You know, and so I created one that's just exclusively privately for lawyers. That also has a uh, uh, you know a fee to join. So it's a select group of lawyers from around the country, and only it's the where finest lawyers finest. around the country around the country and international. So, I mean, it's Yeah, fun. that's right. You're international now. See, that was a pretty good description. Like, I don't think anybody should be afraid of Slack now. But I have to ask you, how many shirts did you rip off during that particular answer? Uh, two, because that, wow. that was a lot to explain, so. Yeah, that's true, that's true. All right, this may be a one shirt answer. So, okay. in your opinion, yep. why are lawyers now opting for online communities versus like the traditional networking avenues they previously chosen to stay in touch with one another? Because those, old ones aren't that great and no one's using them anymore. <laughs> uh, See one shirt, I told you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't be wrong, I'm a fan of bar associations. I think professional organizations for lawyers make a lot of sense in the sense that lawyers need to network with other lawyers and communicate and we're a, a mentoring profession that theoretically should be offering opportunities for seniors, should offer opportunities to juniors and have a space for people to um, learn from one another and work together. That being said, you know, in the past 20, 30 years, you know, technology society has radically changed and we're all in a different spot. And just like every other aspect of most people's relationships are, you know, through Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or whatever, Snapchat, Insta, why isn't your professional relationships with other lawyers that way too? And so, I mean, I think that's why it's come about is that bar associations are not serving their members in the way that the members expect to receive benefits or meeting them where they want to be, which is online. Particularly, you know, you pick lawyers who are 40-ish and younger, like they do everything online. They're not away from their phones ever. They're always on their laptop. They're always doing that stuff. 
And it's just a very natural extension just to be like, oh, hey, here's this other app. And when you go in there, it's just full of lawyers talking shop. Yep. It's kind of a no brainer. So. And you said the B word. So we're going to address that later. Oh, what's the B word? Bar associations. Oh, man. Okay. We're going to talk about bar associations a little bit more after the break. (laughs) Nice. But I think one of the issues too, and I don't know if you've experienced this also, is like bar associations, the B word, they tend to do everything like in real time. Like I haven't, I can't tell you how many times people have told me like, well, I tried to call my mentor and my mentor wasn't available. So do you think that like the fact that when you're online, you can just respond when you're ready, not necessarily in real time and still feel like you're part of an active conversation is a helpful aspect of this as well? Yeah, sure. I mean, the benefit that everyone knows about like, email and stuff is that it's asymmetric, right? You can respond as needed. And Slack is just an extension of that. It's a little bit more real time because it's a very like active back and forth conversation system. So, but if you're not there, it's not a big deal. You can always come back to it. And uh, yeah, versus the phone. Yeah, anyone, if you talk to, let's drop it down a decade, talk to anyone 30 and younger and be like, when was the last time you spoke to somebody on the phone? They're like, oh, the phone, (laughs) gross. Yeah, I text everyone. It's like 30-year-olds and 65-year-olds. Like the only people I get texts from are my mom or people who are younger than 30. (laughs) Yeah, you know, so I mean, like people don't like to do the phone. You know, you feel like you have to schedule a phone call. It's kind of invasive if you're calling and you haven't set it up and you're interrupting people and it's a time commitment and versus like, hey, look, this is here. You leave it up on your computer. If you want to talk to people, you jump in there, you talk, you ask questions about it. If you're busy, you just don't look at it. It's it's a virtual water cooler. It's it's the same way people use Twitter or whatever. Like the difference being as lawyers, you can't jump on Facebook or Twitter and then immediately start talking about your practice because, you know, that's likely an ethical violation or you don't want to open yourself up in such a way to as a lawyer, you know, a lot of it is a trust game and getting clients and you don't want to appear in public being like, I'm not sure about how to handle this matter. I mean, all that's <laughs> going to communicate to people is that you're an idiot and no one should trust you. Um, versus knowing that you can go into a private area that no one can see it unless they're a member and that everyone who's in there is also a lawyer kind of in your, if they're not identically what you're doing, but they're a lawyer, they're a prosecutor, they're a big law associate, or, you know, there's tons of solos or in-house, you know, you're comfortable to go in there and share and kind of be vulnerable about who you are and what you're doing with your work with those people, because, you know, it's a quote unquote safe space. As I say that, we were just talking about the After Dark channel earlier. Some channels are more <laughs> safe not spaces safe than space. other. That is not a safe space. Um, we're the tree of trust, though, is what you're trying to say. I get yes, it. I feel that, that's, that's what it is. So, you know, for lawyers who want to go and have a supportive community of people who are kind of like-minded and are, you know, there to help each other work on their practices, that's really what it's for, so. And I know we talked about this a little bit, but I want to give you an opportunity to extend on this topic somewhat. So like, why Slack specifically? Like, I know a lot of lawyers groups that are still using like Google Groups, for example. And there are other products that are kind of like Slack or trying to be like Slack, like Microsoft Teams and Microsoft bought Yammer and is currently destroying that like every other product it buys, like Skype. Yep. So why Slack versus like another potential competitor? Sure, I explored a lot of different options through, you know, should it be dedicated form software? Should it be group? Should it be like a PHP BB? Should it be a Discord? Should it, you know, there's a lot of different options you could uh, 
go with. But, you know, Slack, out of all the ones I evaluated, Slack is the, the most sort of like business oriented. You know, it's very much meant for team business chat. Now, obviously, all my members, you know, the large Mac members, you know, they're not all working with the same firm or anything. But that sort of structure and the sort of integrations that Slack officers are great. You know, yeah. it's really amazing. And I mean, Slack is just the best in class. I mean, period, realistically. If you're interested in real-time team communication, there's Slack, and then there's sort of a lot of also-rans. <laughs> and uh, I feel like you need an endorsement contract. Can you make that I happen? should. They should pay me money. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I've I explored a lot of different things. And, uh, you know, Slack just works the best. You know, there's no question. And uh, people are comfortable with it, and they get in there, and it's very easily navigable, and people can use it, so... And there's a learning curve for lawyers because lawyers are, you know, tech averse. And uh, is that true? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've had that conversation before. Um, so don't be wrong; it, it's definitely a, a leap for some people. But yeah. um, I think once people get in there and they can wrap their heads around it, and you know, it's one of those things you have to just say, okay, look, this seems like a good thing for me. I have a group of you know like-minded professionals with which I can network as needed in real time. I've got to learn this if I want to like be a part of this. And so you just have to say, all right, I'm going to dedicate some time to learning this stuff. And it's not like it's complicated. Like, no, it's not super hard. Even I can use it. Yeah, can you text and message? And I have a flip phone. Yeah, yeah. Can you send text messages? Okay, well, then you can use Slack. Like that's really the equivalent <laughs> of it. So Absolutely. All right, so this is a good time for a break. Good stuff with Keith Lee to start out with. And we'll come back in a second after I tell you what you should buy. Is your firm experiencing missed calls, empty voicemail boxes, and potential clients you'll never hear from again? Enter Answer One Virtual Receptionists. They're more than just an answering service. Answer One's available 24-7. They can even schedule appointments, respond to emails, integrate with Clio, and much more. Answer One helps make sure your clients have the experience they deserve. Give them a call yourself at 800-ANSWER-1 or visit them at answerone.com forward slash podcast for a special offer. FirmCentral cloud-based legal practice management software for solo and small firms provides a single online location for all of the tools you need to manage client files and perform client work and offers unrivaled integration with Westlaw. With FirmCentral, you can securely store and organize documents and case files, manage time tracking and billables, and collaborate with clients through a secure client portal from anywhere there is an internet connection. Hey, thanks for coming back. I'm still here. And I've got my wingman, Keith Lee, here with me. He's talking to me about lawyer communities. So Keith, let's jump right back into it. So you run a web-based online community for lawyers, Lawyers Mac on Slack. But do you see a lot of other lawyers as well trying to create their own online communities in addition to joining ones like yours? Like, is this a trend that's happening? Yes, I am a trend setter, period. <laughs> Boom. I knew that. And and not just in this category, I should say. Uh, well, well uh, that's debatable. But I mean, do you not? So I'll flip that and ask you back. From in the time that you and I have known each other and you first learned about Lawyer Smack, do you think there's been more communities coming about since Lawyer Smack or less or what? <laughs> oh, yeah. And even before Lawyer Smack, like there were the seeds of people building online communities and a lot of them were using Slack. But yeah, this is happening more and more. Like we'll talk about this in a second, but. 
I don't think lawyers necessarily want to pay the traditional fees associated with belonging to traditional organizations. So they're building their own communities online for all the reasons we just talked about. Yeah. And so, you know, it's been really interesting to me to watch like in the wake of Lawyers Mac becoming what it's become. Like you can't go like two weeks before there's some other legal community now. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling you. All right. Everybody (laughs) wants the community now. You're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome, everybody. Seeds, seeds of the idea right here. Um, I actually had that conversation out in Vegas at Lawyernomics. Um, a number of people came up to me. They were like, wow, there are a lot of legal communities now. Oh, it's like the thing now. It's definitely the thing people have realized. So for me, like, I know there have been at least two other Slack communities have spun out from Lawyers Mac already. From your own. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you know, people have gone on to do their own separate things. Are those general as well, or are we talking like practice area specific communities? Uh, one's general and one is a women's only group. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. That's, that's just for Slack and it's open to whoever. There's a women's channel in my community that's definitely active and probably has like 40, 50 members in it for them to talk about. You know, women have particular issues in the legal industry that's different than men. So yeah, I think it's true. good for them to have a space. Mm-hmm. So those that's just for me. And then, yeah, everybody else. I mean, so many other, you know, you, you pick somebody. Everyone's decided they wanted a community now. They were like, you know, oh, Keith did something. And it seems like it's a good idea. Let's all do that too. So <laughs> more power to them. <laughs> All right. We talked a little bit about this earlier too, but the traditional venues like bar associations and traditional legal organizations, people are moving towards these alternative groupings. So let's first talk about what it is that's lacking in traditional groups that are causing people to gravitate to Slack. Yeah. You know, if I go to another bar association event that is at some (laughs) old country club or old space (laughs) and I'm eating some, you know, mass produced chicken alfredo (laughs) thing that's you know was made for 200 people and it's gross and it's the same crew of like really old white dudes uh (laughs) talking about some glory day stuff of whatever like i've done that enough at this point and i think (laughs) most younger lawyers go to this it's the problems with the industry writ large, right? Lawyers are like the original knowledge workers and more so than any other knowledge workers, the functionality of lawyers is tied up in their brain. You know, normally people retire at 65. Lawyers don't retire. You can't go three, you can't go quarter and not see some article in like the ABA journal and like lawyer, you know, Miami, Florida, 102 still at his office at his desk every day. And like, that seems fun, I guess, and kind of funny, but A, it's depressing. If I'm 102, I better not be in the office. B, those people remain partners or they remain in control of bar commissions and bar boards and they're on the, you know, executive committees, all these things. And they don't want to change the status quo. They like being in charge. They like going to the same country club every year, having the same parties, the same people, seeing the same crowds. And realistically, they don't really have much invested about building the future. I mean, they're just going to retire and go buy a boat and live in Sarasota or whatever. (laughs) Um, You know, so you have those problems with like just affecting younger lawyers getting jobs in general. But yeah, yeah you apply that yeah. to bar associations and, you know, they, it's hard to get involved. There's there's nothing for them to do. So, yeah. And even if they did, they go and they're like, why, why would I do any of this? Like they're not as tied to the work. You know, they go to their job, then they leave. 
And, uh, you know, the rest of the time they're tied to their phone or in front of their laptop or their iPad or whatever. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's the classical, um, you know, don't make your customers come to you. You go to where your customers are type of Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If bar associations were really serious and like really trying to be forward thinking about like, okay, where over the next two to three decades, where are our new members going to come from? It's obviously younger lawyers and those younger lawyers are expect things to be online to the max technology bleeding edge all the way you know they, they don't want to be stuck using and being a part of an organization that's you know stuck in the 70s or whatever yeah so don't listen to the old white guys listen to the middle-aged white guys like me and keith yeah exactly Wait, i'm not middle, middle-aged I, still I was gonna say i spoke i too mean quickly. come on let's 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 be come on middle all right then i'm not gonna call myself middle-aged either yeah yeah you can, be, be young, you can be white male Youngish, youngish white male. I can't be young. All right, all right. I'll let that slide. All right. So let's talk about these bar associations, traditional organizations. Like we know the faults and the flaws, some of which, you know, are market forces that they can't control, really. Sure. But how can bar associations and traditional legal organizations like modernize in this way or potentially partner with online communities that are out there that are developing anyway? Yeah. I mean, hey, if any bar association wants to, uh, just essentially give me all your members, holla, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know if that's the sales pitch, but go on. <laughs> I actually had this, uh, you, do you know Chad Burton from Cura Legal? Of course I do. So Chad was, at, like, we had this conversation, we were chatting because Chad's, you know, he's working on the blueprint thing for the ABA. Yep. Uh, and uh, it was funny, we were talking about this and uh, somebody else was asking me about the community, another vendor and talking about, giving me their, you know, they're like, well, maybe we should, you know, give you our customers or our members to join. I was like, you should. I was like, I'm offering. And, and I was like, I was like, I'm pivoting right now. Lawyer Smack is now a CAS. It's a community as a service, right? Everything, something is a service. Oh, I like so, that. I like that. Right. You can't, so, you can't just throw this stuff out there. You need a good IP attorney. Wait, that could be you, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm telling you, I've claimed if someone starts talking about CAS, like, oh, you oh, you don't, oh, we're a CAS organization. And people are going to be like, uh, CAS, uh, that's that's where you could be actually at an event and start throwing around CAS or some other acronym that you totally make up <laughs> and gauge how people react. Because some people will be like, oh, oh, yeah, we do that too. Oh, yeah, CAS, we're totally CAS compliant. What is that? I don't know. You know, no one. No and then they receive the cease and desist from you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, community is a service. If there's some bar associations who are like, man, we really need to do that and we don't know how to do it, call me. I'll hook you up. But B. in building a community. Yes, B, go on. Uh, I mean, how can they become more relevant for modern life? I mean, they, they need to do this. They need to go talk to younger members and say, just, I mean, this is a big leap. Ask what they want. Like, what do they want? You know, do they want more parties? Do they want more social events? Do they want more professional networking? Do they want mentorship? Do they, or do they just want community? Do they want to be able to just connect and talk with other lawyers? And I think probably bar associations need to do a lot more listening and less talking is probably what needs to happen. Excellent. Good response, I think, there. Good talk. Good talk. So let's take another break. While I look for my sandals, listen to some more words from our sponsors. Do you feel like your marketing efforts aren't getting you the high value cases your firm deserves? For over 15 years, Scorpion has helped thousands of law firms just like yours to attract new cases and to grow their practices. As a Google Premier Partner and winner of Google's Platform Innovator Award, Scorpion has the right resources and technology to aggressively market your law firm and to generate better cases from the internet. For more information, visit scorpionlegal.com 
forward slash podcast today. All right. Thanks for coming back. How's your Klondike bar? Mine was good. Let's reset with Keith Lee, who's telling me how lawyers congregate now. And just so you remember, Keith is the young white male and I'm the young-ish white male. So Keith, if one were new to this sort of thing, Slack, online lawyer communities, how would they vet a potential online community? Or do you just like join as many as you can and let the chips fall where they may? That's a good question. I mean, I certainly wouldn't join as many in terms of, I mean, I guess you could do that depending upon if you're joining free or paid communities. I mean, I guess join as many free ones as you want and can adjust from there. But, you know, I mean, with free versus paid, you get what you pay for type of a situation usually. But in terms of vetting, you know, really, I think it's probably best just to go to community member, you know, people who are already in the community. Like if you look at the front page of Lawyer Smack and even everything, I mean, I don't have some extensive sales pitch. All I do is just put testimonials from current members, you know, like, so if I'm evaluating a community, my question that I'm asking myself is when I look at the community and I look at people who are community members that I can see, because, you know, obviously I have people in my community who don't advertise that they're a member or they're not on the website or whatever. But if I'm a potential, if I'm investigating, I'm looking and saying, can I see someone like myself already in the community? Oh, right. Good. So I like that. Yeah. You know, do I see that there are solo attorneys in there or uh, do I see that there are big law people in there or do I see that there are women in there or do I see that there's, you know, minorities in the community or not? Or do I see that there are people who practice the type of law I practice? You know, there, there's a lot of questions you can ask. and But mostly it's, can I see someone like me already being a part of this? Because if someone like me is already a part of this community, there's probably a pretty fair bet that I'll be able to fit in as well. Oh, that's good. I like that. And that's an extension of the conversation we just had about bar associations, where if all you see are old white dudes, it's going to be tough for you to fit in. Yes, exactly. You go to the bar event, a ton of old white dudes, and you're a young female black solo lawyer. Like you get there and you're like, well, this isn't for me, you know, and you bounce. Other than losing the entire old white guy community during this one show, which I thank you for. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> look, look, as two young-ish white guys, if we can't hate on older white guys, who can? I mean, let's be real. Oh, that's true. That's true. We're in a safe space. All right. So when you start on these online communities, like, do you lurk? Do you kind of see what's going on? And when do you start posting and what do you post about? And I guess we should also, like, explain to people what lurking is. Yeah. So lurking is just, you know, you're you're a voyeur. <laughs> I like to watch. <laughs> So if you'd like to watch, you should join, you know, um, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I mean, it's funny. certainly, I mean, whenever I join a a community, I definitely kind of hold back a little bit and just try and observe and feel out the vibe. But then, I mean, at some point in time, you've just got to be willing to engage with people. You know, you just have to be willing to chat. I mean, because that's why you're there. You know, if the community is worthwhile and worth a damn, they're going to be supportive. They're going to be welcoming to new people and they're going to, and you just chat with people and like, look, this is the safest way to ever interact with new people. Like you're not at a cocktail event. You're not at some, this is, you are sitting in your office or on the train or at home in front of a screen. Like if you can't reach out and interact with people here, 
where else are you going to do it? You know, yeah. so yep. You, yep. you just have to start talking about stuff, whatever it is. And, you know, don't be wrong. I mean, I'm cognizant of where I am situationally. It's like I started the community like I'm in charge so I can talk wherever and, you know, or on social media stuff. You know, I've got thousands of followers and stuff. And so it's like I can talk and people listen and it's whatever. But even without that, I mean, I just know from watching my community that when new people join and are new to the community, people are very just like, hey, welcome aboard. Glad to have you. You know, what do you do? Where do you live? Yeah, which is a good point, too, because people who are shy about networking in social situations, which a lot of lawyers are, it's much easier for them to access that kind of community online. So that's a good point. That is a big one. Yeah, I mean, there's one member of our community who's been there around since the beginning um, who he, you know, he's like, man, it has changed his kind of career because he was such, uh, you know, uncomfortable with in-person networking and he's a bit of an introvert Yeah, that this was like the perfect outlet for him. You know, he was like, man, I was able to talk to people. And now his name's Jeremy Richter. I don't mind. I don't think he would mind. Oh, either I know me Jeremy. We yeah, Jeremy. He, on Twitter. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's on Twitter now, much more active. Oh, uh, he's actually the, the ABA is he's publishing a book with the ABA later this fall that um, all kind of came about of his because of his, you know, getting to know people through Lawyers Mac and nice. has gone on to get, you know, more speaking engagements. And anyway, just being part of the community has allowed him to network and raise his profile in a way that if he hadn't, not that it would have never occurred for him, but it was a new avenue. Like he realized he didn't have to do the traditional associate thing of, well, I need to join the bar associations, do it, you know, the usual circumstances of that a lot of people do. He was like, hey, I'm not good at that stuff, but I don't mind writing and I can interact with people in this way and and not feel as much pressure. And uh, it's turned into a really amazing resource for him. So I'm I'm actually super happy for Jeremy. He's a definite like sterling example of like what can come out of joining a community like mine or anybody's. I mean, just, you know, if you can find a good supportive group of other people, and I, I guess that's my thing. I mean, I guess I should be more like raw, raw lawyer smack and like go me. Um, and you should. I'm awesome. And Lawyer Smack is awesome. That being said, I have such a soft spot for um, younger attorneys as a young lawyer in the current economic environment and total yeah. Uh, yeah. disaster that is the legal industry. I have a really, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> I have a real soft spot for younger lawyers. And whatever, whether it's Lawyer Smack or some other community, if you can find a group of other lawyers to surround yourselves with that are supportive and can help you grow over the course of your career, you should join that and be a part of it, regardless of who or what it is. Oh, totally. You know, and, yeah. and if it's mine, cool, would love to have you. If it's somebody else's and it helps you, awesome. You should definitely do that too. Whatever helps you specifically excel in your career, get after it, man. Like there's what are you waiting for? Like, no one's going to help you. Like, your career is your personal responsibility. It's not your firm's. It's not your boss's. It's not your partner's. It's yours. So, like, the sooner younger lawyers can wrap their heads around, you know, the personal responsibility for their career, the better. We just got deep there. That was some good yeah. stuff. So just to bring this back around, and I'll probably be dating myself here a little bit as well, but this is mm. kind of like a Frank Drebin situation from Naked Gun like a blind man at a nudist colony. I'm gonna have to feel yes. my way through the Slack channel. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, blind. That, that's that's a little bit of an older uh, cultural reference, but I'll allow it. Continue. I'm, young, I'm young-ish, remember? Not young. Young-ish. Right. Last question. So online communities are great, I think, in part because they're easy, right? Like no one has to shower in an online community. And I'm a huge advocate of that. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Showering is, in fact, discouraged. So what place do in-person communities and events retain in this world? Do they just supplement the online communities out there? Can they exist on their own? What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, they work They work hand in hand. So, and again, it's just like how people just live their lives now. So like my wife lives here with me. We live in the same house together as husband Good and start. wife usually Good do. Good start. Good yeah. start. Good start. <laughs> but her sister and her sister's husband, their family, they live in Cleveland which is like, oh man, I mean, yeah, the calves, but other than that, Cleveland. The, yeah, the calves, uh, great, <laughs> let's go there. <laughs> um, we're, we're not going down the road. Um, but my w- wife and her sister text or on Insta or messaging or seeing each other pictures like every single day, multiple times a day, you know, yeah. they're, they stay very close. But is that suddenly like, well, we never need to see each other again. All right, later. <laughs> like, I never want to see my your cousins again, or you know, I don't want to be like an aunt or an uncle in person anymore because I saw your picture on Instagram and we're good. No, you, you do both, you know, just like you do with your family and friends. Um, it's the same thing. You know, if, if you look at lawyersmack.com and good events, you, you came to the Boston event. You were there. I was. And yeah, you know, I, I there were a number of people uh, in town for a completely non-legal event. There was one member all the way from Portugal yes. who showed up and he gave you hell about not actually uh, I know, I still recognizing the ethnic heritage of your name. <laughs> he was very upset. He was like, your, your name's, he's like, you're Portuguese, right? He's like, say your name. And then when you didn't pronounce it the Portuguese way, he got really mad at you. <laughs> it, was, it was very shameful. I'm still trying to get over it, actually. Destroyed um, me for several weeks. Oh, that's too funny. Pedro's awesome. He's a fun guy. <laughs> no, you still get together. Yeah, you know, if there's a conference or stuff is going on, and it, not even if I'm there. I mean, I, I've seen multiple members be like, oh, we're both going to be at the same courthouse today, or if someone's traveling, they'll grab lunch together. It's the same thing. Yeah, you get to interact online, and then when there are opportunities to um, have an in-person events, whether it be a conference or just lunch or just, you know, grabbing drinks or whatever, you do it all because, um, you know, those in-person opportunities just further cement your online relationships, you know? And we just came up with a great secret idea. Oh, what's that? For the next conference. You know, you've lost it already. Oh, no, no, no. The, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to tailgate. <laughs> no, yes. Yes. The first ever legal tailgate. We're going to have the first legal. All right. So here's the thing. Spoilers for everyone <laughs> who's still listening to this podcast for some reason. Everyone. We, everyone is. <laughs> we are going to. Hi, mom. I say we rent an RV and like set it up in front of the Hilton and like fully tailgate. Yeah, this is good. Wait, rent an RV? You don't already have an RV? Come on. I don't have I'm an RV. I'm disappointed. I know. All right. I don't, I, but we should get one, set it up and be like tailgate, hang out, like cook out, grill, and just yes. like have a party. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think this. that would go over really, really well. Yeah, it'd be like an Alabama LSU game, but at a legal conference. All right. I'm going to make this happen. I'm feeling that. I think it would be good. Yes. Yes. All right. I'm all over that. All right. So that's a good note to end on. Anything else you want to say before we finish up, my friend? Hmm. Oh, man. The floor is yours. Other reason to join some type of community is like, man, 
we need community in the world more so than ever whether it's mine or somebody else's but like everyone feels like really fragmented and everyone seems to be really focusing on how different from one another they are and i think it's sometimes important to look for similarities between people you know like actually what can i find that's common ground with other people instead of figuring out why we're not meant to be together or connect or whatever you know so i guess i'm just saying be good to each other man like everyone just needs to be and i say this as a snarky cynical self-admitted loudmouth asshole we could all tend to be a little nicer to each other and look for the commonality in things so that's my one in the floor comment wow that was beautiful. There's a small tear in my eye. I have to say, I didn't think you were going to take it that way. Hey, you gave me the floor. And if if I don't say, you know, the important stuff, when is it going to get said? You continue to surprise me. Deep like that. Unfortunately, that's going to do it for this episode of Legal Toolkit. We've been talking to Keith Lee of Hamer Law Group and the man behind Associates Mind and Lawyer Smack about online communities for attorneys. Now, I'll be back on future shows with future insights into my soul, the soul of America and the legal market, although I won't do it as beautifully as Mr. Keith Lee just did. However, if you're feeling nostalgic for my dulcet tones, you can check out our entire show archive anytime you want at LegalTalkNetwork.com. So thanks again to Keith Lee for being on the show today. So Keith, tell the public once more about what you do and where they can find out more about those things that you do. Sure. Um, again, I'm... A lawyer down in Birmingham, Alabama, but as I regularly say, I'm just from the internet, as that's how most people actually end up knowing me (laughs) that hear this type of thing. Um, Best places to find me, uh, Twitter is great. I'm at Associates Mind. Um, I got a blue check. I'm verified. I'm verified that I'm important. Yes. Significant. Blue check mark. So that's, that's me if you find me. And then uh, online, associatesmind.com. And then if you are looking for a like-minded community of professionals working on their practice in real time, lawyersmack.com. Excellent. Wonderful summation. Thanks again to Keith Lee, who is very Keith Lee today. Find him on Slack and outside of Starbucks. You can find me on my flip phone outside of Dutchman Store in Cantrell, Iowa. Thanks to all of you out there for listening, and we'll talk next time. Thanks for listening to Legal Toolkit. Produced by the broadcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. Join host Jared Correa for his next podcast covering the current business trends for law firms. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Or download the free app from Legal Talk Network in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Today's legal news is rarely as straightforward as the headlines that accompany them. 
On Lawyer to Lawyer, we provide the legal perspective you need to better understand the current events that shape our society. Join me, Craig Williams, and a wide variety of industry experts as we break down the top stories. Follow Lawyer to Lawyer on the Legal Talk Network or wherever you subscribe to podcasts.